Section twelve of the Hohenzollerns in America by Stephen Lee Cock. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Echoes of the War three. If Germany had won. Sometimes in the past we have grown a little impatient with our North American civilization, with its strident clamor, its noisy elections, its extremes of liberty, its occasional corruption, and the faults that we now see were the necessary accompaniments of its merits. But let us set beside it a picture such as this, taken from the New York Imperial Gazette of 1925, or from any paper of the same period, such as would have been published if Germany had won. General Boob of Boobenstiff, Imperial Governor of New York, will attend divine imperial service on Sunday morning next at the Church of St. John the Imperial Divine. The subway cars will be stopped while the general is praying. All subway passengers are enjoined, befolen, during the thus-to-be-ordered period of cessation, to remain in a reverential attitude. Those in the seats will keep the head bowed. Those holding to the straps will elevate one leg, keeping the knee in the air. On Monday evening, General Boob von Boobenstiff, Imperial Governor of New York, will be graciously pleased to attend a performance at the Imperial Winter Garden on Upper Imperial Broadway. It is ordered that on the entrance of His Excellency, the audience will spontaneously rise and break into three successive enthusiastic cheers. Mr. Al Jolson will remain kneeling on the stage till the gubernatorial all highest has seated himself. Mr. Jolson will then, by special imperial permission, be allowed to make four jokes in German to be taken from a list supplied by the imperial censor of humor. The governor, accompanied by his military staff, will then leave, and the performance will close. It is ordered that, on Tuesday afternoon, as a sign of thankfulness for the blessings of the German peace, the businessmen of New York shall walk in procession from the Battery to the Bronx. They will then be inspected by Governor Boobenstiff. If the governor is delayed in arriving at the hereafter-to-be-indicated point of general put-yourself-there, the procession will walk back to the Battery and back again, continuing so, pro and con, till the arrival of the governor. The approaching visit of His Royal and Imperial Solemnity, the Prince Apparent of Bavaria, shall be heralded in the Imperial City of New York with general rejoicing. The city shall be spontaneously decorated with flags. Smiles of cordial welcome shall appear on every face. Animated crowds of eager citizens shall move to and fro, and shouts of welcome shall, by order of the chief of police, break from the lips. Among those who are expected to be in the imperial city to welcome his royal solemnity will be the hereditary Grand Duke of Schlitzenmein, formerly Milwaukee, the Prince Margrave of Wisconsin, and the hereditary Chief Constable of Nevada. We are delighted to be able to chronicle that on the morning of the 14th there was born at the imperial residence of his simplicity the hereditary governor of the province, formerly state, of New York, in the imperial city of Albany, a tenth son to the illustrious prince and princess who rule over us with such fatherly care. The boy was christened yesterday at the Imperial Lutheran Church, and is to bear the name Frederick Wilhelm Amelia Mary Johann Heinrich Ruprecht. 
the whole city of albany is thrown into the wildest rejoicing the legislature has voted an addition of four hundred thousand dollars per annum to the civil list for the maintenance of the young prince joy suffuses every home this being the tenth son born to their highnesses in ten years it is felt that the future of the dynasty is more or less secured even the humblest home is filled with the reflected joy that streams out from the residency their royal highnesses appeared yesterday on the balcony amid the wild huzzoos of the people transported with joy his simplicity the prince wore the full-dress uniform of an imperial jager of the adirondacks and her royal highness was attired as a colonel of artillery it is impossible to express the jubilation of the moment we regret to report that owing to the jostling possibly accidental but none the less actual of an imperial officer field lieutenant schmidt at the entrance to brooklyn bridge the bridge is declared closed to the public until further notice we are proud to state the field lieutenant at once cut down his cowardly assailant with his sabre it has pleased his unspeakable loftiness the german emperor to cable his congratulations to the lieutenant who will receive the order of the dead dog for the noble way in which he has maintained the traditions of his uniform a striking feature of the now taking place art exhibition at the kaiser wilhelm institute formerly metropolitan gallery in the thiergarten formerly central park is offered by the absolutely marvellous paintings exhibited by the princess marie paul cecily hohenzollern stick it into them a cousin of our noble governor the paintings which the princess has been preciously pleased to paint and has even stooped to exhibit to the filled with wonder eye of the public have been immediately awarded the first prize in each class while it would be invidious even to suggest that any one of her high incipiency's pictures is better than any other our feeling is that especially the picture night on the hudson river is of so rare a quality both of technique and of inspiration that it supersedes the bounds of the hitherto thought to be possible art in america the princess's conception of night black as a pall and yet luminous as a polished stovepipe is only equalled by her feeling towards the hudson which lies extended in soporific superficiality beneath the sable covering of darkness in which her highness has been pleased to overwhelm it throughout the day an eager to see crowd of spectators were beaten back from the picture by the police with clubs we are permitted officially to confirm the already gladly from mouth to mouth whispered news of an approaching marriage between prince heinrich of texas and the princess amelia victoria louisa hereditary heir consumptive of the imperial province of maine the marriage so it is whispered although performed in accordance with the wishes of the emperor as expressed by cable is in every way a love match what lends a touch of romance to the betrothal of the royal younglings is that the prince had never seen the princess amelia until the day when the legislator of the province of maine voted her a marriage portion of half a million dollars immediately on this news a secret visit was arranged the prince journeying to bangor incognito as the count of flimflam in the costume of an officer of the imperial scavengers 
on receipt of the emperor's telegram the happy pair fell in love with one another at once what makes the approaching union particularly auspicious for the whole country is that it brings with it the union of maine and texas henceforth to form a single grateful province the royal pair it is understood will live alternately in each province a month at a time and the legislature the executive officials the courts of law and the tax collectors will follow them to and fro we cannot but contrast this happy issue with the turbulence and disorder in which our country lived before the great war of liberation we are delighted to learn from our dispatches from boston that the hohenzollern institute formerly harvard university is to be opened next autumn by express permission of the imperial government classes in english will be permitted for half an hour each day by the clemency of the emperor the sentences of w h taft and w wilson have been commuted from the sentence of fifty years imprisonment to imprisonment for life we hope in a special supplement to be able to add the full list of sentences executions imprisonments fines and attainders that have been promulgated in honor of the birthday of our imperial sovereign end of section twelve